0: PSA announcement we are not experts and we do not know what we're talking about Absolutely a lot not. of the information that we get is from google or wikipedia, wikipedia.
1: <laughs> and i'll do some reddit Just, threads if i'm feeling real adventurous even though i really don't know how to use that website there's a lot of stuff reddit intimidates me
0: 100%. have you tried quora nope oh yeah is cool hello hi hello again hello again cheers, cheers. how you doing I'm great. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Mhm. Mhm. Oh, fizzy in my mouth. That's a really fizzy one. <laughs> what does that mean? Does it's a, if it's fizzier, does that mean it's cheaper?
1: Mm-hmm. Or
0: bubblier, I guess? It's cheaper? I have no clue.
1: Not, not a sommelier, which I wish I was. You said
0: that real nice, though. Thanks. Uh, yeah. Was that pretty smooth? It was okay, very good. smooth. I would have stuttered. Like, I don't even know how to, I'm not going to say it.
1: I'm not going to repeat it. <laughs>
0: don't do it. One and done. <laughs> I love it. So
1: this is going to be our, is it the sixth? Um, Episode yeah. six?
0: Uh-huh.
1: Okay. So this is our episode six and a little bit of, um, I don't want to call it housekeeping, but really like. Hey, help us! Like we're trying to get our name out there. So I yeah. posted that we're now you can find us on Google
0: iTunes. Play- iTunes.
1: That was so That's hard. The only one that everyone cares about. Yeah, yeah. So you can look on the <laughs> podcast um, little app that just comes on your phone, Um Google Play, Spotify, and then you can go directly to our Buzzsprout. But um, yeah, that was a bitch trying to get the. It really was. iTunes was. I know that's very confusing.
0: It's up now. It's up. It's going. Yeah, So go and give it a listen. And, and all we always want rate advice us. rate us but only if you like it. If you yeah. don't like it. Well, it's...
1: give us give us some good ratings please. But then like if you all say, have give
0: us a chance. Give us a chance. <laughs> yeah.
1: So but we're always open to suggestions and one thing that we really wanted to do was once we get started is have a place for like crowdsourcing. Um yeah give us some ideas so cool. i mean we're coming up with this top these topics on our own but if we get a collective um you can either direct message us on instagram on twitter our email, email address is
0: Tessie and mcdub at gmail
1: yeah that's t-e-s-s-y-a-n-d-m-c-d-u-b Yeah, I can (laughs) spell. At Gmail. I felt like I was in a spelling bee just (laughs) then. Yeah, you look like it. (laughs) Okay, I only did one spelling bee when I was in maybe fourth or fifth grade, and I hated it so much. I suck at spelling. I misspelled on purpose, review. R-E-V-I-E-W. Did you really do it on
0: purpose? Yes, I did. (laughs) Because I I didn't want to
1: do it. Because I didn't want to sit up there. What was
0: the winning word that year? Do you remember? Oh,
1: yeah. Apprehension.
0: Fuck, app P- no, uh-uh. already wrong. <laughs> Out. <laughs> I was thinking of application. Yeah, totally different word. No, so <laughs> I
1: I've totally gotten horrible at spelling because of autocorrect on literally everything that we type on. Right now it's that damn a, little red
0: dot. I line. wait for
1: like I start typing something and I wait for it to tell me the word that I'm looking for. I was like, get that
0: one. The worst is when there's no replacement found it's God like fucked. <laughs> and then I you have really to it. I started with the wrong letter, crap.
1: <laughs> so, but yeah, no. So those that are listening, please send us like a topic or something you've heard of that you'd like to hear more about or you're just too lazy to do the research you yeah, don't want, want to. Yeah, we'll do the research. Yeah. We'll totally do it. Yeah. Cuz we're, you know, we have ideas, but we're all we running want to out talk of them. About
0: all of them. All the ideas.
1: All the ideas, absolutely. But yeah, no, so that was just like some podcasty stuff. Please subscribe and rate us if you want to hear more. Well, even
0: if you don't want to hear more, just don't be rude and just rate us five stars. Please, okay? We're asking nicely. (laughs) It really doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. Well, I'm excited to talk about... The Rothschilds today, which I fucking hate saying their last name. It feels like a tongue twister. Yeah. I think that this is a really interesting story. Not only the conspiracies behind the family, but the history behind them.
1: You know, honestly, (laughs) the only recent reference that I've heard of them was Nikki... Hilton marrying a Rothschild, yeah, and I was like, "Oh, that's I had a big no idea family." Until
0: I started like doing some research and stuff. That... Yeah, so no, it's He's just kind of cute too. What's Is his he? name? David? I don't know. He's kind of cute. Okay, so who are the Rothschilds? Why are we so fascinated with them? And how did they get to where they are? We all know now that the Rothschilds are known to be the wealthiest family in the entire planet. Or that's what they're kind of famous for, right? Their wealth and their power and for their banking dynasty in the 17th century. Right. So it all started with Mayor Amchel Rothschild. Mm-hmm. Good easy. job. Did I do a good job? saying Because
1: I never said that out loud. I know. Oh, oh, uh, disclosure there's going to be a lot of stumbling around some names and words. Today I made all the some...
0: names easy.
1: There's some Jewish so like terms them. in
0: here that I am not going to know how to say. Okay. So Mayor Rothschild is the one that started it Yeah, all. he's the top of the dynasty. And the kind of ironic thing is that he grew up in extreme poverty. Mm-hmm. So his dad was a silk and coin trader. They were in Frankfurt. They were in like the ghetto of Frankfurt. So he grew up in extreme poverty. His dad had... This little tiny workshop that he worked in. And the crazy thing is, he was one of 30 people living upstairs. So he lived in a 10 by 11 room. That was how big his dad's trade shop was. Upstairs with 29 family members. Wait.
1: Uh, What? Wow, Do they they just stand
0: up? I think so, honestly. (laughs) Because I don't know how 30 people would fit in a room like that. But... They were extremely, extremely poor, right? So he always grew up like, well, and you know, it's weird because we say that he grew up, but his father died really early Okay, when he was, when Mare was 12, his dad died, but he had some connections to royalty. So he was doing some coin trading for Prince Hess and he was taking care of his silk trading as well. And so when he died, Mayer stepped up to the plate and um, kind of took over the family business at, at that age.
1: Okay. So I think like back in the day, it was like a 12-year-old, like a 20-year-old. Yeah. Okay. It's like dog years.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like, Life know, expectancy was so short. So short. Yeah. Then, like, like you're an adult. By, by the time you're 12, 12 you're in your you're... mid-30s <laughs> and you're successful. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Because you start working as
0: soon as you can walk. So crazy. (laughs) So, okay, let's see. So he took over his father's business. He started working with those connections and then got more connections into royalty. And in 1770, he got married to (laughs) Goodle Schnapper. Woo! Hot. Is it Goodle? (laughs) G-U-T-L-E? Yeah. Okay. Sexy. So he marries Gudel Schnaufer, <laughs> and this is back in the day when um, fathers would give, like, really generous dowries, dowries yeah. to their future son-in-laws just because, to basically thank them for taking the burden of their daughter off their back. Less, one less mouth to feed. Yeah, because mm-hmm. women were worthless back in the day, unfortunately. Um, trading stock. Whatever. Yeah. Um, so this is what actually helped him flourish his banking business. Right? The dowry? The dowry. Then they start going to Pound Town and have so many kids. One after the other. He's like, I need a fucking basketball team. Well, you don't know who's going to survive. So you got it, the odds, right? Eight survive.
1: Well, yeah. I knew it. Did you? No. But I figured, like, not all of the ten would be there. So he has ten fucking
0: kids. hmm Five are boys. Five are girls. Okay. So, I think they kept, like, trying to have kids because he wanted to have men to carry on his legacy, right? Okay. So, he has 10 fucking kids. No one cares about the women. Um, with his large fortune, he really, really, like, from the start, starts teaching his kids about banking. So, he spreads out each of his sons throughout Europe and has them start their own banking yes. empire within their city. His five sons: Amchel, Solomon, Nathan, Cayman, and Jacob. Amchel, Solomon. So, is it Solomon? Salaman? Solomon? 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 Yeah, probably. whatever. <laughs> Amchel is in Frankfurt. Solomon is in Vienna. Nathaniel is in London. Cayman is in Naples, and Jacob is in Paris. So think about that. They have someone all the hubs in Europe. Germany, Austria, England, Italy, and France. Yeah. His sons, you know, established these banks across Europe. They started coordinating their activities amongst themselves. And they eventually developed all of these banking rules and interests in what we have today.
1: Mm -hmm. So, to your point, all the kids get pretty much assigned to a city. And they made friends with all of the ruling elite in each city. So, for example, Carl... He grew very close with the Italian noble fam- family, the de' Medici, and we know that was a crazy family, like okay. back in the day. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, and the that's influential huge families because they're the ones that family. I can't even say they're de the Medici. the The Medici they're the ones that started banking, the concept yes. of banking. Yes,
1: and the concept of credit and interest.
0: Yeah. So yeah. how? I mean, and that's what Jamesy and I were talking about because he goes, how are they related to the Medici? And I had never even heard that term. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? It's that an Italian family. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. For sure. So keep And going that, was that was Carl. That was Carl. That's just one example. Okay. So Carl, the Naples one, <laughs> the Naples son, mm-hmm. was friends with the Medici. And the Medici family is the family that started banking like in the 1400s. From the Crusades, right? It's really smart and sneaky. Oh, they're all very smart, for sure. Okay, so I'm going to talk about Nathaniel for a little bit because I have a couple of things to say about this Nathaniel nasty or Nathan? Nathaniel, but we call him Nathan. I mean, sure, I'm sure, sure he went by Nathan, but... Oh, Nath. <laughs> Nate. <laughs> 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 now we're going to talk about Nate. So a lot of people think that he got his fortune, the Battle of Waterloo, it was part of the Napoleonic Wars. And the Napoleonic Wars were basically a continuation of the French Revolution. Mm-hmm. So this is the power struggle between France and Britain. Napoleon was over France, and he wanted to take over all of Europe. Right. So, Nate... Oh, Nate. Nate, he had founded the London branch, and so he obviously wanted Britain to win. It was going to make more economic sense. It was going to be better for him in the long run. He was all for Britain. So... He funded a lot of the war on their side. Mm-hmm. So one of the theories is that he had spies and he got the news of Napoleon's defeat before the mass media did. But she took all the British stock out, which made it look like Britain lost, right? Mm-hmm. So it looked like Napoleon won. Because remember, this was back in the day. This was back when it took four or five days for someone for the news to get back. Oh, sure. They weren't, like, filming it live. You didn't have the internet. (laughs) You didn't have, like, phones or anything like that. It just took for fucking ever. So a lot of people think that Nathaniel had spies looking and um, told him about Napoleon's defeat before the mass media knew or before the public knew. The word got out. Yeah. People see the founder of their bank, of Mm -hmm. their city, taking out all of his bonds and selling them, they're going to know that something's wrong. They're selling
1: all the government bonds. So they go crazy.
0: Everyone starts. um, Like, all the prices fall. They drop like crazy because he's selling them all at once. So people suspected that this meant that Rothschild knew that British lost. So then, as soon as everyone sells off all of their shit, he buys them all back the next, like, day. Before that. everyone knows that Britain right. really won. Right. And so when everyone found out Britain really won, guess what the motherfucker did? He sold him back at a very sure. high price. And that's how he made so, that so was, much money.
1: But so one thing that's interesting for a rebuttal for that is in 1846, three decades after Napoleon's French army had been vanquished in what is now Belgium, Mm -hmm. um, by a British, Prussian, and Dutch force, a political pamphlet signed Satan went, like, the 19th century version of viral. So it was an independent London newspaper recounted the story of the pamphlet a few years ago under the headline, The Rothschilds Libel. And basically, this guy, Satan... That signed it Satan was a left wing controversialist called jo- George S. George. It's a plural George. So George's? I. George's?
0: D- I think it's George A's actually. Does that sound good? That sounds
1: pretty. Oh, okay, cool. George A's Der-n-Vale.
0: Let's just
1: call him George, George D. d. Um, GD. So he was like, <laughs> <laughs> GD. Yeah, cuz he was a huge anti-semitic. Um did not hide his loathing for Jews um and the Rothschilds in particular. He was not uh, so it's been proven that Nathan was not even at Waterloo or even in Belgium at the time. There was no channel storm and he made no great killing on the stock market. Like I'm sure like it was like because there's no checks and balances back then. So Basically, it would be like today, the fake news going unchecked. Like, there's no there's no way to verify any of these claims. And so, back then, you could send out a pamphlet and say, hey, this is...
0: They were that's ahead like, of the war. Right. Yeah, sure. Because... But, so, that's how that has been debunked. But also, Nathaniel was like a skeezy, like, asshole. Oh, for sure. I mean, he's been... And I want to read this quote. Let's see. Okay. Okay, so this is a quote from Nathaniel. I care not what puppet is placed upon the throne of England to rule the empire on which the sun never sets. Mm-hmm. The man who controls Britain's money supply controls the British Empire. Okay. And I and we. <laughs> control the British money supply. This is a direct quote from yeah. him. So he knew, I mean, he kind of knew what he was doing. And another sick... Fuck thing mm-hmm. about Nate. Mm-hmm. All of his daughters, he cut off financially as soon as they reached like a certain age. He totally cut them off and basically encouraged incest in her marriage. Yeah, to keep the wealth within the bloodline. He would so only. Nathaniel had four daughters, and three of them married cousins, and one of them married an uncle.
1: Yeah, there's a there's a um, saying for that, and I and I. Are, Ew, there's a term for it? Yes. Avunculate, avunculate marriage. A-V-U-N-C-U-L-A-T-E. That's not helping me
0: at all. No, Avunculate?
1: I avunculate marriage. Av- so that's where an uncle can marry a niece, and an aunt can marry the nephew. Gross. So Nathan, that- Nate, old Nate, married his brother, Carl's eldest daughter. Yep. What a sick fuck! it's really gross. Duh, yeah. So no, yeah. Whenever you said that, I I knew I had to look that up because it is a thing, That's and I'm never so going to say the sick. word again. It's gross. Say it one more time. Uh, <laughs> avunculate, avunculate, avunculate. No, not avun. avun- avunculate. avunculate. Merit. That's crazy. Yeah. So, I mean, a lot of these things have been debunked and... and And, But also, again, that is
0: the point of our podcast. Like, we're just talking about it. Right. It's not like we... I don't believe one thing. Believe. I mean, yeah. You don't believe everything you read on the internet. And that's another really important thing about conspiracy theories is there's always a little, little tiny bit of truth to them. And that's why I think the history behind it is so fascinating because they really came from nothing. And then they came from nothing to basically owning and having power over half of the world right it's crazy so another conspiracy
1: theory about the Rothschild family is that they are controlling the world through debt and usury and that this plan was centuries in the making um wow you know and this is pretty well known they're rumored to own the federal reserve um and just You know, just to lay this out in very layman's term, the Federal Reserve is is the private bank that lends money to the U.S. government at an interest rate. The end result of this is that the average citizen gets poorer and poorer by the day under the guise of saving the economy. Mm -hmm. When, in fact, it just makes things worse for everybody. Aside from the many lenders, obviously. So, a lot of people think that from the bank going back to the bank conspiracy that it is blatant a robbery that has ever taken place it's robbery it's robbery like this is what our government or or, our livelihoods are founded upon is a private company yeah it's not a government you know that's what's well hey they thought of the
0: idea first they
1: did so they have all the power so here's here's the kicker So $21 trillion of U.S. debt is ultimately owed to the owners of the Federal Reserve. And guess who owns the Federal Reserve? The Rothschilds. No. Oh, sure. What? Yeah. So other Rothschilds conspiracy theories are that the Rothschilds sank the
0: Titanic. Because a lot of the people on the Titanic were against the Federal Reserve. In order to set up the Federal Reserve they are associated with a lot of assassinations. That's another <gasps> I name. love these full circle yes. moments. First full circle. So coming back to the original to episode 1, Titanic. That's another conspiracy okay. behind the Titanic.
1: Another one is so that cool. they are a group of interdimensional reptiles wearing human clothing. <laughs> so this is Which actually honestly, pretty
0: Honestly, look up their pictures. They
1: look <laughs> weird. So I think in the commune episode i mentioned a guy named david ike mm-hmm. so he's the father of like the reptilian elite like theory. he loves this theory loves it he
0: thinks that so everyone that's rich is a reptile
1: so that the global elites are all aliens in disguise for like the new world order so well, i have
0: another full circle to make Okay. This is kind of going back. This is about is that like Confederate gold. So in 1861, Abraham Lincoln approached the Rothschilds to try and obtain loans to support the Civil War. Oh. The Rothschilds were already financing the South. Ah. And we know that Abraham right to the Lincoln. the golden circle. Yep. Abraham Lincoln was against the South. Obviously, he was against slavery. So the Rothschilds were basically financing his enemy, right, through various agents. They agreed on the condition that Lincoln will charter another U.S. central bank and would pay 24 to 36% interest on all monies loaned. So Lincoln was furious about the high level of interest. He decided to print his own debt-free money and inform the public that this was legal tender for the public and private debt. So after this happened, the Rothschilds published the following story in the London Times. If that mischievous financial policy, which had its origin in the North American Republic, should become indurated down to a fixture, then that government will furnish its own money without cost. It will pay off debts and will be without a debt. It will have all the money necessary to carry on its commerce. It will become prosperous beyond precedent in the history of civilized governments of the world. The brains and the wealth of all countries will go to North America. That government must be destroyed or it will destroy every monarchy on the globe. Who said that? The Rothschilds published that in the London Times. So the Rothschilds are also linked to the JFK Of course they are. Assassination. So President John F. Whose dog is that? Ew, oh my God. Gross. That's terrible. Have you never heard that dog before? No. This What is a little p- bitch. Oh, my God. So upsetting. Anyways. Anyways, let's start over. It
1: President John
0: F. Kennedy, he signed Executive Order 11110. Cool. The first one. 11110 <laughs> on June 4th, 1963. So, basically the Rothschilds Bank from loaning money to the U.S. government with interest. <gasps> so, pretty much guaranteed that the Rothschild Federal Reserve Bank would suffer greatly, right? The order gave the Treasury Department the means to create and issue money backed by silver without needing to go through the Rothschilds' privately owned bank. Guess Angle. what? What? Five months later, President Kennedy was assassinated in Texas. Bah! Yeah, no so way. yeah, so people believe that his um, interference with the Rothschilds Federal Reserve control over U.S. money right. is what caused that. So, the next one is kind of
1: nuts, and it and it just was in the news this year. Is the weather control theory?
0: Okay, I'm so excited to hear about this. So,
1: one. <sighs> okay, yeah. So, a D.C. City Council member and this was back in March of this year, posted a video claiming that a recent East Coast snowfall is a result of wealthy families controlling the weather.
0: Okay, so there was a blizzard on the East Coast. Yeah, and that's this crazy. And guy in D.C. says that people are
1: controlling the His name the is Trayon White Sr. Um, Trayon. He, Trayon, come on, man. He posted a video to his Facebook page in March where he explained that the snowfall was a part of a climate control conspiracy orchestrated by the Illuminati, which duh, of course the Rothschilds are tied to the Illuminati. Yeah. So, so basically like he, he did this Facebook post and it was crazy. Like this is Tyrone, right? Yeah. He goes, man, it just started snowing out of nowhere this morning, man. Y'all better pay attention to this climate control, man. This climate manipulation, this is a video. And DC keep talking about we are a resilient city. So remember that word resilient city. And that's a model based off the Rothschilds controlling the climate to create natural disasters that they can pay for to own the cities, man. Be careful.
0: So I mean wait a minute. Immediately wait resilient Houston right. from Harvey.
1: So basically, let me talk about first is climate control real? Yes. There's experimentation currently happening with technology that can alter or simulate weather effects. And there are even scientists who are working on technology that could change the climate of a region over time, or what's called geoengineering. Um, none, None of this is actually like... On the market today, or like, of course, it's not on the market, or like being employed, like, this isn't happening, these are just happening in lab tests and things like that. Um, why are they
0: happening in lab tests? Well, though? we don't,
1: well, or at least we don't think why
0: would so. you ever like conduct an experiment like that? So, right, okay,
1: let me give you an example. It's so, weird. the United States military did a cloud seeding experiment during the Vietnam War when it artificially made it rain over Vietnam and Laos to cause flooding.
0: So they did a rain experiment?
1: Yeah, they caused flooding in Vietnam. So why did that guy think, like, the Rothschilds... I don't know why he thought it. Like, he kind of sounded like a raving lunatic to me and then immediately apologized. It was just this whole thing. I
0: like this guy, and I think he makes total sense. So
1: in early 2011... A branch of the very rich Rothschild's family bought a controlling stake in Weather Central, a provider of weather forecasts to hundreds of broadcasters. What? As weather be. Wait, this is, is a this, quote. Is
0: this real, that yes. They really bought this weather. Yes, 100%. Yeah, in 2011.
1: So here's a quote As weather becomes more extreme around the planet with greater human and financial ramifications, sir. Evelyn de Rothschild said in a news release, we believe that Weather Central will play a major role in mitigating damage and improving lives. So this was big news. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, We believe horrible weather. We believe that the Weather Central, like this this company, you know, there's oil and gas data companies that, like, they do independent studies, and they sell the data to, like, Exxon and Chevron and, like, but it's like public knowledge.
0: Right. And So but, Weather Central oh does
1: God. that for weather to hundreds of broadcasters across the U.S.
0: But they own it.
1: But they're doing the research. They're doing all of that. Right. That's crazy. Yeah. So this was. What a, the fuck? This was big news in meteorology and broadcasting circles. It appeared that the Rothschilds wanted to take on the Weather Channel to expand its media holdings. So, conspiracy theorists had a field day with this.
0: I am having a field day. She's having a field day
1: right now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This is crazy. I had no idea.
1: So to them, it seemed like the Rothschilds, with their history of wealth, wanted to control the weather and profit from the natural disasters.
0: That's so crazy. Like to think about something like Harvey, which was so.
1: Devastating,
0: so devastating. It impacted so many Houstonians. It impacted our entire city. The fact that that could have been manipulated mm-hmm. is so insane to think about. I mean, I don't believe it, but it's just crazy to think yeah. about. I think Nate did it. Duh. Yeah. Yeah. Nate, we can talk about it. Are we fighting?
1: We're not fighting. Okay. We never
0: fight. <laughs>
1: We're we just trying to out. figure it this out. This is therapy
0: for us. <laughs> it really is. It's oh. therapy for me.
1: Oh, for sure.
0: Yeah. All okay. right, guys. Thanks so much for listening. Again,
1: hopefully by this episode, people are still listening, I hope.
0: For sure. Well, or like maybe this is the first episode that you're listening to, and I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you go back to the first
1: one. Yeah, but you know, we're we learning. sucked a little bit more, but it was still a good co- topic to it learn. It people learned, and I we, learned
0: we brought a few things full circle. So, 100%. This is a good one. All right, all right, love, love you, God, God bless you, and trust, trust no, no one. one. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good,
1: Z- <laughs> bye. <laughs> Our glasses are empty, anyways. Yeah, gotta okay, go. Let's, let's...